Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 87, five things that won't enhance your podcast. Thank you for joining me again for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is a how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And today, I'm going to share with you a conversation, well, not a conversation, an idea that came as a result of a conversation that I had with Darla from Scientific Quilter. Com. And I'll have that link in the show notes for this episode over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 87. And Darla was talking about enhanced podcasts. And we got into this conversation and then it turned into an idea and she actually suggested, hey, maybe you should do an episode on five things that don't enhance your podcast. Now we know one, what are four others? So I thought, ooh, that's a great idea. And I moved it up to today for us to have this conversation because there are a lot of things that we as podcasters want to do that we think will make our podcasts so much better. But will they really make our podcast better? Now, when I say making your podcast better, I'm referring to what listeners consume, whether it be your website or your audio or your video. But in general, what listeners consume, that's what I'm calling your podcast. So when we're saying making it better, making what the listeners consume better, that's really the best way to measure the success of how your podcast is doing. So I've got five things for you that don't enhance your podcast. Number one is, ironically named, enhanced podcasts. These are AAC, which is Apple's little uh, audio format, and enhanced podcasts sounds like they would be really special, but they're not really that great. These are specially formatted audio files that change uh, the cover art over time, or you can add chapter markings, or you can even embed links into this. And that sounds like a great idea, and it works well, but... It doesn't really provide that much of a reasonable enhancement to your listening audience because most audio podcasts are consumed typically while people are doing things like they might be driving or shopping or working. I listen to podcasts while I'm designing stuff. They could be exercising or anything else. Audio podcasts work great in this format because they're audio. People can listen Video podcasts do not because people have to watch something. And an enhanced podcast is kind of like an audio podcast that's trying to be video, but isn't video. So the benefit to listeners will only be those types of listeners who actually sit with their iPods, and I do say iPods or iPhones or iPads, or their computer on iTunes, and they sit and consume the content directly that way. Enhanced podcasts don't really add that much value. And whatever you do, do not assume that because someone is using iTunes or an iPod or an iPad or an iPhone, 
that they want to use an enhanced podcast. Don't even assume that just because they subscribe to you through iTunes that they want or can't even use an enhanced podcast because enhanced podcasts only work on Apple devices or iTunes, which works on Windows and OS X. So if you are going to release an enhanced podcast, make sure you do a standard MP3. But even then, if you put in the subject line or the title for your podcast, Enhanced, that's the one people are going to click on. So that's why it would seem like it gets more subscribers if you do both. But how many people actually take advantage of that? And for you as a producer, your production time and software requirements will significantly increase because of trying to do an enhanced podcast. You have to have GarageBand or on Windows, there are a couple apps that can do it. And it's just, it's a mess to try and work with. And so much more effort and very little payback. If you absolutely must show something for your podcast, then point your listeners to your show notes and put a picture in there that you're talking about or the video in there or the links in there and make sure your show notes are easy to get to. That's the thing is I shared in a couple past episodes in episode 24 at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 24, I shared how to make your show notes easy to get to. So that's why I can say theaudacitypodcast.com slash 24, but also make sure that your show notes have everything in them. And I did a podcast about this over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 49. So check those two episodes out. Links will be in the show notes for this episode. But see what I'm doing, even when I say that, I'm pointing you back to the show notes for this episode instead of embedding the link in an enhanced podcast episode where you would have to click on it at just that right moment when it's going by. If not, then you have to rewind or skip back to find it. It's just not very user-friendly. It's so much better just to say, go to the show notes to get it. Or if you really, really have to show something, then just start a video podcast. That's what video is for, showing things, not just listening, but showing. So number one thing that doesn't enhance your podcast is enhanced podcasts. These are also sometimes called enhanced AACs. Number two, better audio editing software. Audacity is completely free, but it does cost in things like time and a little bit more knowledge in order to make it do what you want. But I really think that for most podcasters, Audacity does exactly what they need. Maybe not the way they prefer, but it does what they need and works great for podcasters. But you could spend as much as $350 to upgrade your software. That's how much Adobe Audition costs, $350. Now, if you use the new service that Adobe offers, which is Creative Cloud, that's $50 a month. Then you get Audition included with that. But your audio editing software will not improve the quality of your podcast because it's kind of this thing of garbage in, garbage out. It doesn't matter how pretty you wrap a bow on a dead animal. It's still going to be a dead animal regardless of how the bow is. So just the software does not improve your podcast. 
Yes, it might make it might make things easier for you. Yes, you might be able to do more things with it. But I would challenge you to listen to people who have changed software programs and we're using both programs knowledgeably and see whether you can tell the difference between Audacity and a different program. You really can't because they both process the audio and run things and clip and cut and paste the same. So audio editing software is not going to enhance your podcast What the listeners hear. Yes, it might enhance your workflow, but that makes no difference or little difference to the listeners. I actually have thousands of dollars in podcasting equipment, and I'm still using Audacity. Even though, you know, I mentioned Creative Cloud, I do have Audition because I have my Creative Cloud membership, but I keep coming back to Audacity. Audacity is very interesting, and I'd love to try it and get to know it. But Audacity does what I need. Wait, Audition would be nice to get to know. But Audacity does plenty, and it does exactly what I need and not much more. So that's, that's fine for me. So number one, enhanced podcasts don't enhance your podcast. Number two, better audio editing software does not enhance your podcast. And it also doesn't make you say otter if that's something that you feel like saying instead of audio editing. And number three, more Twitter followers. A lot of people use these special tools to try and build their massive Twitter following and they'll do all of these things to try and get a huge Twitter following. And they'll be thinking, if I get more Twitter followers, that means I'll get more podcast listeners. That means I'll have a better podcast. So to have a better podcast, I need more Twitter followers. But the number of followers you have really makes absolutely no difference to your podcast whatsoever. Even increasing the size of your audience is not a a thing that happens when you increase your Twitter following. In fact, there's a great article by Rob Walsh of Libsyn over at his site, Podcast 411, about this. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes under point three over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 87. And he shared that the number of Twitter followers has absolutely no correlation to the number of your podcast subscribers. And I see this all the time. I see really popular podcasts have an extremely weak Twitter following. And then I see really popular Twitter accounts have a really weak podcast following. There's no correlation whatsoever. So don't think of your Twitter followers as being a way to enhance your podcast, but you can use Twitter to enhance your podcast. That's what I did an episode about at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 67. I talked all about how to use Twitter to improve or promote your podcast. And that's what you can do. Be proactive with using Twitter, reach out to people, build an audience that way. But simply having more followers doesn't make any difference. It's Here's another way to look at it. Imagine you go into a business networking event or some kind of networking event. You've got a bunch of business cards to hand out to people and you want to increase your business. So you go into that room and sit there. 
that's not going to improve your business. You have to go out, talk to people, network with people, get around the room, not just sit in a corner and expect that, hey, I'm at a networking event. There are lots of people around me and I might even shout my business name out. That's not going to improve your business. That's essentially what uh, a large following on Twitter is like. So number three, more Twitter followers. Nope. Doesn't promote or doesn't help your podcast. Number four, a faster computer, or I'm going to get controversial, switching to a Mac does not enhance your podcast. I hear a lot of people say, I really want to make, well, not a lot of people, but I have heard some people say, I want to make my podcast better. So I'm thinking about switching to a Mac. What, what, wait, that, that doesn't really make a difference on the podcast. In fact, I've, I've listened to podcasts before where they've said things like, we're going to get a new computer to make our podcast a whole lot better. And I have compared their episodes from when they kept saying, we're going to get a new computer, to when they said, we have a new computer, we're so glad it's going to make our podcast better. There's absolutely no difference between the two of them, the two episodes. So a newer computer does not help. Now, yes, it might help you do things faster or better, or sometimes just differently. Like with software, it's the same thing with software. It might help your workflow, which yes, along down the line might mean you get more episodes posted or episodes posted faster. But then again, it's that's just an issue of knowing the tools that you have. And like I said, with Audacity, if you just know it well, it does everything great for you. And it does things great for me and I still use it, and I get my episodes out fairly timely. Consider this another way. Does an expert photographer take better pictures if they have a newer camera? No. Now, a newer camera might give them certain abilities, but what goes into making a good picture does not depend on the tools. It depends on the technique, the creativity, the talent behind the tools. So number one, enhanced podcast will not enhance your podcast. Number two, better audio editing software will not enhance your podcast. Number three, more Twitter followers will not enhance your podcast. Number four, a faster computer or switching to a Mac will not enhance your podcast. And number five, sponsorship will not enhance your podcast. I know a lot of podcasters feel like, man, if I could just get a sponsorship, then my podcast will have arrived and I will be at the mecca of podcasting because then I will have a sponsorship and I will be big time. I hate to break it to you. Sponsorship will not do that for you. You do that for you. See, when you want to build a podcast, you're, you're going to have to work your guts off basically or guts out <laughs> to build a big enough audience or a big enough podcast empire that sponsorship could maybe pay your income. And yes, that could be great paying or giving yourself an income entirely from your podcast. That's cool. Probably a lot of us have that as a goal. But whether you're getting paid for an episode doesn't really affect or enhance the podcast episode. In fact, I would say there are many cases where having a sponsorship does the opposite and does not enhance your podcast, but 
diminishes your podcast. This would be such as having to always include the sponsorship in certain places in your episode and that kind of breaks up your flow or you have these interruptions of an advertisement or your advertisements are really long like this week in tech or you have to squeeze in so many ads or you try to remember these things you forget and then it can create awkward situations and those things can diminish your podcast's effectiveness instead of enhancing it yes the money is great and you can upgrade equipment with money. Upgrading equipment is great, but you can get money in other ways than just sponsorship. Just save up. If it's a hobby, save up like you save up for any other hobby. But another aspect of sponsorship that sometimes diminishes a podcast is if you have some kind of contractual obligation to release episodes for your sponsor, then you are forced to publish an episode, even when you feel like you don't have great content. Does that enhance your podcast? If you force yourself to release an episode, but you don't have good content? Uh Uh-uh. Not very good. And in the chat room, when I do this live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, that's GMT minus four at noodle.mx slash live. In the chat room, a few people are over there chatting and Adam brought out a good point. He said, if your podcast isn't good to start with, then sponsor, sponsors are unlikely to take you anyway. And that's, that's a good point. If you want to be sponsored, be amazing, and then you might be sponsored. But don't expect that being sponsored will make you amazing. And for Georgian also points out that uh, if um, they say, then put the ads in the first section. If the listener wants to use the offer, then he'll listen to it. Otherwise, skip it. And the skipping thing, that's sometimes easy, sometimes hard, very annoying many times to try to skip and to miss a spot. So sponsorships don't really enhance your podcast. So this is a list of five things that don't enhance your podcast. Again, number one, enhanced AAC podcasts. That's so ironic to say that doesn't enhance your podcast. Number two, better audio editing software. Number three, more Twitter followers. Number four, a faster computer or switching to a Mac. And number five, sponsorship. These five things may seem like they're going to enhance your podcast, but they really don't. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What are things that you've tried that you thought would enhance your podcast, but really didn't? Or what are things that you found that did enhance your podcast? And again, I'm talking about the content that the listeners consume, not just your workflow. Now, that, that would be great too. I'd love to hear from you some things that improve your workflow. But what is actually enhancing what the listeners receive? I think that's where, if you want to spend some money on your podcast, that's where you should put the money, is making it better easier, higher quality for the listeners. So if you want to enhance your podcast, now this will be a completely separate episode someday soon, but there are things like you could buy a a better microphone or buy a mixer so you can take more co-hosts at the same time. You could uh, buy a special plugin for your WordPress or buy custom design for your website or podcast hosting or podcast cover art or all of these things that you could put your money in that would give you so much better results than the five things that I just listed. 
So I'd love to hear from you. Please comment over at the show notes on this episode for uh, episode 87 over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 87. Or you can also contact me directly with some ideas for the future episode when I talk about things that do enhance your podcast. Email me over at feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 and leave a message on the voicemail system there. Or you can go to theaudacitypodcast.com and record a voice message right there from the website and send that to me uh, using your own recording equipment and all of that. So check out the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com. And there's one other thing I wanted to mention to you that would probably be helpful for you. And if not you, then probably someone else. Someone is posting really nasty rumors about you. Have you seen those tweets? Oh, they're so annoying. They're direct messages. And I have received hundreds, literally hundreds of these on my Once Podcast Twitter account over at twitter.com slash once podcast. I get one or two of these every couple of hours and it is just out of control. So on my personal blog over at danieljlewis.net slash hacked Twitter, or just visit the show notes and I'll have a link there at the audacitypodcast.com slash 87. I shared three steps for how to fix this. If you've been quote, hacked. And I say, quote, hacked because it's not technically being hacked. It's more like uh, compromising the security of your own Twitter account. But people popularly say hacked. So that's why I'm using that terminology. But check that out over at danieljlewis.net. And I'll have a link in the show notes that if you've been hacked or compromised or any of your followers have, I want this to be a resource that you can share with anyone else to help them figure out how they can fix their Twitter account because it's really simple. It's change your password, revoke access to any apps, and delete any sent direct messages that were uh, malicious and automatically sent by whatever you clicked on accidentally. And please, please, if you see someone say, hey, someone's posting nasty rumors about you or any of the other spun forms of that sentence, do not click the link at all. Instead, Visit danieljlewis.net slash hacked Twitter and you can read how to fix that or share that with your friends so that they can fix their account. Again, I'll have the link in the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 87. So I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode or any others. Again, that feedback information is feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Or you can also go to theaudacitytopodcast.com, send a voice message right from the website. I'd also love it if you'd leave some ratings and re- written reviews in iTunes. You can go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash iTunes to jump straight into that. I've got so many awesome episodes planned. It just takes some time to plan, and I'm going to get some input from some of my mailing list subscribers. So make sure you're on the mailing list to find out what those things are going to be. You can sign up over at theaudacitypodcast.com. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you for listening. 
The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts like Once Upon a Time, Clean Comedy, and our newly brought back podcast about Christian movie reviews with critical thinking, all at noodle.mx. And the Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. And there are so many awesome podcasts about technology, covering it from a broad sense to a very focused, narrow sense in all kinds of ways. And they're all clean too, which I really appreciate. So check it out at techpodcast.com.